Welcome back to Best Week Ever. Hey guys, I'm Van. Thanks for joining today. Before we start our episode, I kind of just wanted to point out that I'm going to say things wrong. (laughs) And that's sometimes the whole point of my humor in this podcast. Some people might get it, some people don't. Some who do know me kind of get it. Anyway, also English is my second language. I know I don't put that as an excuse. I actually hate using that as an excuse and some people don't really know until they know my background. I'm first generation American, so there we have it. But the whole point of me saying things wrong is that I'm gonna pronunciate inaccurately. Um, just giving out a warning and telling you right now that's what's gonna happen. (laughs) I do have this little short story. Um, One time I was at a house party and I was telling my friend a story and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm suspicious. And my friend who knows me very well across the kitchen, love him, love you AJ, (laughs) says, you mean superstitious, right? Yeah, so I'm going to say things backwards all the time. Sue me. No, don't sue me. Sorry, guys. I don't have money. Please, don't sue me. So this week, we have news on Woody Allen, an update on Marilyn Manson, Bam Jera, and the movie Jackass Part 4. Also, the sad breakup of Daft Punk. This all sounds pretty sad right now, but trust me, stick till the end because I do have a great best week ever. Marilyn Manson update. He's now a target of LA County's Sheriff's criminal investigation into the allegations of domestic violence. Of course, he has denied all of this, calling his accuser's statements horrible distortions of reality. They didn't specify who made the allegations, but it does coincide with Evan Rachel Wood's dates of coming out. The Woody Allen HBO docuseries, Allen vs. Farrow. This documentary is about Dylan Farrow, her side of the story of the abuse by her adoptive father, Woody Allen. This documentary made me not like Woody Allen. I mean, I haven't liked him in a very long time because of all the creepy stuff that's been coming out for the past 10 years. But Mia Farrow as well, I know the focus is on Dylan, but Mia has some skeletons in her closet as well. Starting with the racism and the abuse to her adopted kids. Reminder, three of those adopted kids have died. And a lot of those pointing fingers just shows that they both are guilty for at least harboring these poor children and having them face a dysfunctional relationship with parent and child. For them not to know what a loving family, seemingly normal family is, is like, I don't know, is Woody really trying to make me take his side because Soon Yi jumped in his arms because of Mia's abuse, it's still, none of this makes either of them look good. He was still, and I have to add this, 
currently still a father to Sun Yi, whether they're married or not. He was his father. He was Sun Yi's father first, before lover, before husband. Like, the videos in this documentary confirms his pedophilia. It's very hard to look at this docuseries. It took me a very long time to actually go through it. Um, knowing already so much that I already know from Ronan Farrow. And yeah, it's a disappointment. I'm a huge Annie Hall fan, of course. Um, in the filming industry as well, I looked up to Woody Allen and I'm just happy that a lot of directors, especially I want to say 10 years ago, 15? How old am I? <laughs> when I, 2006 guys, okay? <laughs> when I started filming on the scene, I guess you would say. Yeah, a lot of people kind of already knew how shitty... Um, of a person Woody is behind the scenes. Woody Allen and his wife, daughter, Soon Yi, both came out with a comment saying that all of these horrible accusations are just fabricated lies. And like I said, there's blood on both of these parents' hands. I'm saying Mia and Woody Allen. I'm not discrediting Dylan Farrow's story. I'm not discrediting Ronan Farrow's witnessing um, growing up of what was going around their family. But if you really want to get more in death, there's just a lot of complications in this family. And it's going to never stop. We, I don't think we will ever figure out the truth. I mean, we do know certain truth after watching this documentary. You will side with Mia, of course, and Dylan. Wholeheartedly, I do side with Dylan. That kind of trauma does not get forgotten. But we will be keeping track of this, obviously, um, especially since Woody Allen is still continuing to film movies and I don't understand why people still continue to work with him. It's all about the money. If you were watching MTV in the 2000s, then you were most definitely watching Jackass. Jackass was a late night show for me, my brother and sister that we were not allowed to watch. I think the warning before the show actually starts is what got us more interested in watching the show. But yeah, I do remember my parents not allowing us to watch it. We had to secretly watch it in our room with the light contrast of the TV really, really dark. So the TV light would not be shining on the door. So my parents would not see us watching TV. Yes, we wanted to watch TV at night and we weren't allowed. <laughs> but at least we had a TV in our room and we later figured out that you can just put a blanket underneath the crevice of the door so the TV light would not shine. Anyways, back to Jackass. 
um, they are coming out with Jackass part number four. It's been delayed already a few times because obviously pandemic and COVID. Um, but big news just showed up that Bam Margera will not be part of the film. He has failed to keep his end of the deal by not staying clean. He has been battling a mental health crisis, um, bipolar, drug addiction, you name it. He's been posting, they're now deleted, so you can't go back and see it, but he did post disturbing videos discussing his contract termination for the movie Jackass. But hey, if you want to look at, in their eyes, film production view eyes, they were trying just to meet ends with each other. Like, hey, yes, we want you to be part of this movie, but we need you to be clean because we love you and we're looking out for you. Well, now that he's not part of it, the boys are still currently making an effort to get him help. This makes me sad <laughs> i had a huge crush on bam margera like who didn't i think every middle school girl thought he was super cute and yeah as you grew up you're like damn this guy's a piece of shit because of the way he treats his parents and later with the ryan dunn of it all that was super sad um especially since he was my favorite ryan dunn was my favorite jackass character Besides Rab himself, of course. But obviously, that death, the passing of Ryan Dunn, has taken a toll on a lot of the boys. And we all know Steve-O's story, especially his story with his dog that he found in Peru and adopted. Her name is Wendy. He says he has this video posted, so if you want to watch it, like I highly recommend. It's so easy. Just write Steve-O, dog, you'll get it. Um... <laughs> He says this dog and their connection saved his life. I hope Bam can find the same balance and solace like he did. I know it was a very long struggle. Um, and we should all be grateful for Steve-O to even let himself open up the way he did. Especially when he did come out. It wasn't really a time how it is now. When people are... Um, trying to better themselves, <laughs> trying to take accountability sometimes. Because um, we could have just canceled Steve-O, right? Because of his habits. But again, mental health is different for everyone. Not one is the same. Daft Punk just announced that they will be breaking up after 28 years. Should we blame the Panama Canal? I mean, I did mention on an earlier episode that musicians right now are either being creative or finding themselves stuck in a rut. Daft Punk will always remind me of my early 20s house parties, especially one of my favorite bands, LCD Sound System. Daft Punk is always playing at my house is what embodied hipster cool, especially in New York in the 2000s they posted a farewell video where they end their journey together mind you they haven't come out with a new album in the past eight years so i think it's a pretty strong flex for them to even come out and say that they're breaking up 
because a lot of people were like, oh yeah, they're still together, they still make music? I guess so. I mean, the video, their farewell post video, made it pretty clear that they're not together anymore. But yes, Daft Punk, you can go back and listen to all their music. Like, every album they've come out with has been a slap. Like, every album slaps. Every album is a dance phenomenon. Like, I can't even explain how Daft Punk changed my way in music. Um, just because, I don't know, it's electronic-y, I guess you can say. And dancey, and the fact that they're from Paris was always cool. But I think it's a bittersweet ending. We've gotten so much great music in the past from them. And they still produce music, guys. They've produced music with, obviously, Kanye West. But they've also have produced music with The Weeknd. Maybe they just need, actually, they need some new artists. But honestly, if you really love Daft Punk that much, you already know they've given us so many breaks of their comebacks that we forget that they're still together. But like I said, just go back, listen to all their music. It's amazing. I'm actually going to do that when I'm done recording this podcast. Yeah. I'm excited about um, this week's Best Week Ever Award because I think it's a pretty big, huge deal. And I really hope it is a role model for other countries around the world. So I'm going to give this Best Week Award to New Zealand and, of course, their Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern. Uh, they will be providing free, free guys, worth three, year, three years worth of menstrual products to students starting June 2021. Students like, I want to say, I guess, fifth grade and on. I know I got my period pretty late. I think I was at the end of seventh grade when I got my period. My sister got it before me, guys. Yeah, but... Um, having those essentials in the bathroom would mean so much. And I love this story because it does remind me of that horrible day when I took my SATs. So the day that I went to take my SATs, I was all prepared, stayed up all night, also hung out with my first boyfriend at the time too but I stayed up all night I was a nervous wreck got situated there you know you take time to alphabetically seated and whatnot blah 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 the minute I sat down guys and got my booklet to like bubble out our our names I got my period it was horrible I had nothing on me Um, I didn't even have that much money on me. I think I had, I only had like two quarters, which is the amount that I got for a pad. It was 50 cents. And when I tell you how horrible 
that whole day went. First of all, I must have asked to go to the bathroom like 18 times. And I was just in the bathroom because the pad that, that was given to me, it was like a dollar pad. Like the ones that nurses would give to you, I guess. It's basically a cardboard wrapped around paper towel. It was not doing its job. Anyway, I kept going to the bathroom, stuffing myself with toilet paper in my panties. Uh, warning to the um, who's ever listening, and if you guys are like Ben Shapiro, get out of here. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about my period. It's normal. Women talk about their menstrual. This should be talked about. Anyways, being a teenager with your period, taking the SATs for the first time, was not helpful <laughs> to the situation and you know what would have been helpful if I had free tampons free pads um, free um, towelettes they even have for these girls now in New Zealand that would mean so much not only are you making me feel comfortable about my um, womanhood <laughs> you are telling me that I am worthy. I am also important and we should, and like it's normal. Our periods are normal. That's, that's the example you would be setting out if this was available. And also New Zealand Bravo for taking out the pink tax as well. This is something that I really struggle talking not talking about just knowing that we get taxed as women we get taxed on our toiletries our pads our tampons have you noticed the prices going up I know um, younger generations don't know but I remember paying five bucks for a really good box of pads tampons maybe eight bucks no, it's like 16 to $18 a box. And I'm not even including tax yet, guys. So yeah, we need to stop suppressing our womanhood. And I'm saying this as South Carolina, correct me if I'm wrong, they're having a whole issue right now of banning a, a heartbeat abortion. Just... <sighs> These people don't care about us. I'm tired of them acting like they do. They don't. But yes, best week ever to New Zealand. Setting, setting an example to other countries to take care of your women. Show them that you care and start them young. Here are some light highlights, although some of these topics are not really light. I feel like it's been talked a lot about it this week, or just been really overplayed with jokes. Um, the Vanessa Bryant and Meek Mills lyric, it's just really awful. Apparently, that track wasn't supposed to be leaked out. I guess blame it on producers but apparently Meek has apologized privately to Vanessa and Vanessa told him to do better 
Then there's a whole Cam Newton with the 17-year-old kid at some football camp. Both him and this kid were just so immature. The kid trying to look cool in front of its friends. And Cam responding back, I'm rich, when the kid heckled him for being poor soon. Because apparently he's free agency this year. Just, yeah, it's it's been talked about a lot. Look it up if you want to see it. And I also cannot end this episode without mentioning how horrible Ted Cruz is. Not only for leaving Texas high and dry when they needed their senators the most, because they're going through a very historical climate change crisis. Anyway, he blamed his kids and his apology for his, well, he was returning. And these girls, I just found out, are 10 and 11. Um, him just blaming his kids not only make him look like a little bitch, but it's also really dangerous of him to put blame on not only kids, but girls who will turn into young women. And yeah, social media can be completely horrible. If you can only imagine the things that people are writing about him, can you imagine what people are probably saying about his kids because he laid it all out there? Just horrible all around. Anyway, those are my low highlights for today. I'll make sure to bring more on Saturday. I'm Daria, and thank you for listening to Best Week Ever.